we'll let this marinate a little bit just like we did last time but we're not going to actually fuck you over on the beat we're going to actually let you hear it we're looking only, at you money only yeah. because this is a really great fucking song that's this, this is an amazing song i don't care who you are what music genre you like everybody loves the eagles especially this song i mean that's a little too far out this song Should I pause it right here? I'm just kidding. On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair. See now, Monty, that's... This is actually how you do an intro. I mean, I would have just started with the, after the beat dropped. I, I know you would have, but I'm not, I already turned I had already turned you down by that point. So what's up, everybody? Episode 11, Pod Damn It. To my left, I have Monty. What's up? Across from me, I've got Nikki Dino's. I would do just about anything to drink Ariana Grande's dirty bathwater. Wow. That's, that's a hell of a way to start the show. Yeah. Um, I'm Drew DeJew, a.k.a. Cool Andy Iceberg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Andy Four Fingers. <laughs> Andy Four Fingers, depending on who we're actually, you know, who we're asking or who I am today. Uh, what's up, everybody? Been about a minute. Been about a week. Man, actually, I don't even know when the last episode came out, to be honest with you. It would so. have been Tuesday. Yeah. Wow. We're, we're blessing y'all with a bunch of episodes. Yeah, Papa Bless. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I said, episode 11, how you guys been? Good, real good. Staying busy for the last couple of days since uh, since since we yep. last talked? Yep. Yeah, staying asleep. Yeah, Nick, you good? Um, we actually had you storm out of the stu- the pod damn studios <laughs> last time. Um, yeah, the, you personal know, you, reasons, I'm you sure. You guys started talking about solicitors and, you know, well, I haven't told y'all, but uh, my second job is soliciting. <laughs> soliciting sex or just... Any, anything I can get. Yeah, when, everyone, everyone when they, was, they were basically like, like, what the fuck happened to him? Like, yeah. he disappeared. Yeah, they were, they were pretty heated, but whatever. Good to I, see you back. I'm glad you're not yeah, still safe. mad at us, but... He's alive. Um, yeah, I don't know if you have a hit list, but you can go ahead and cross us off of it because yeah. we're we've made amends. So, All right. uh, what do we got going on today, guys? We're gonna talk about some. Uh, we're gonna talk about more about music. Uh, Monty's got a pretty, a, a pretty good topic that he wants to talk about. Provoking. Go ahead, uh, lay your thoughts on us. And... Uh, so the topic this week we're gonna be talking about is uh, the differences between drug influenced music mm-hmm. and uh, drug promoting music. Got it. Uh, to di- differentiate between these uh these new age kids that don't know the difference because they don't have a difference right now. No, you do, but whatever. Um, we're talking about the differences between as our intro song so you know, the Eagles mm-hmm. and someone like a right. uh, you know Sits Nine or you know <laughs> garbage. We're, we're not gonna just pro- we're not gonna just leave it with him because right. it started long before him. They're a drug promoting artist. We can go back to like Dr. Dre. He was promoting. Drug use, yeah. the chronic, right. you know, the Snoop Dogg, shit <laughs> like chronic. that, you know. It's been going on for a while, but it's yeah. just become a more prevalent thing because I felt like once we left, like, weed, we went into, like, the weird world. We went into... We went in from weed, I feel like, and then we, we kind of went to cocaine and then branch... Well, yeah. maybe we went from weed to mushrooms and then kind of branched to cocaine. No, only Eminem went to mushrooms, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And we can just call, we'll call this uh we'll call this the Twilight Zone. Um, that's what we'll call this area now. Where we, we went into like uh <laughs> Zans and shit like that, popping Zannies and Mollies yeah. and all that shit. Like Rip. it's the cool thing to do. Rip and peace, little Pete. So okay, so you say <laughs> Rip and peace. <laughs> <laughs> you say drug uh, influenced. What do you mean by that? So I mean like uh, to like clarify uh, clarification issues. I mean artists who obviously did drugs mm-hmm. but their music wasn't put out to 
tell you to do what they're doing. Like they're, they weren't saying, oh, I'm on cocaine, so you should do cocaine. Yeah, it was more like, like you know, it's more of a... It's an enhancer. Think about... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So every, one that everybody goes to, think about Dark Side of the Moon from Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those yeah. dudes were tripping off their fucking ass, but they're not, they're not in there singing, hey... Everybody yeah. needs to go do LSD. Everybody needs to go <laughs> eat some mushrooms like, in the backyard, yeah. like you know, I do. You know what Jimi Hendrix is doing. Like you know what Lenny Kravitz is doing. Yeah. You know what these people are a, doing. A creativity boost, right? Compared exactly. to someone trying to promote a substance, right? Yep, absolutely. Okay. So you know, all the Lil rappers, with the exception, I mean, I don't know if Lil Wayne is is. I, he, I, he, I, I wouldn't say all the Lil rappers, so, but everybody with Lil in front of their name. Yeah, yeah basically, yeah. We, can, we can get into that topic yeah, we'll about, about how that like. There's rappers today. I feel like that straddle the fence of like they and some some people can view them as you know drug influence artists, and at the yeah. same time they can be in, like drug promoting. But we'll right. get to that later. Right. We're gonna start off with um, is there a place for drugs in music? Do we feel like that should be separated from music? How do we feel about that? Uh, I'm kind of indifferent to that because I feel. I mean, on on the surface, I feel like there's been a lot of. So we're we're talking. Are we talking about the the promotion of it or the the induced part of it first, or, e- or either or. Either or. Yeah. Like, because I feel like, especially in the 70s, there was a lot of good shit that came from drug use. Yeah, absolutely. Music, yeah. Music-wise. Yeah. Nowadays, I mean, even in the 90s, there was some good shit. Mm-hmm. Nirvana, I think, was a good example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there, there's a there's a huge stigma, and I'm talking strictly with, with weed, right? that it's a, a bad... Um, it's a gateway. A bad, it's a bad substance. Yeah. Right. So... Clearly, it's more of a like I said, a creativity boost, right? Because there's there's pe- like l- like Lil Wayne and there's people that smoke it a lot, mm-hmm, but right. they do it to like elevate their consciousness, almost. You know, you know what I'm coming I mean, at. That, that might be a broad term. No, I get what you're saying. But so, like hard drugs, like you got you got like your epidemic drugs. You got your like your pills, your yep. heroin, your your crack. But it seems did. like society is yeah. more like how would I say it? They're more proving when you get to the hardcore drugs. Is when you get to like weed. It seems like there's a huge divide between the two. Well, yeah, because weed is either you're like a hippie or a rapper. You know, you're either like a stoner, like peace and love, bro, mm-hmm. or yeah. you're like Wiz Khalifa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but when you're when you're on Zans, you're you're fucking. Crackhead, but it, asshole, it's just yeah. like it's just like gangster rap with um w- compared to like a Wiz Khalifa rap. It's just like mm-hmm. like youth crew hardcore to like beatdown hardcores. It's the same with weed and with let's say let's just say crack. It's a lot more hardcore. It makes you sound a lot harder. Like I'm tougher because I'm right. fucking around with crack. But your immune right. system is weak as fuck, though. I'm just gonna throw it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but you know what I'm saying. So yeah. that's why there's so much more of a, an appeal to something like. A harder drug because it's not as um, uh, easy to get to. I guess you could say. Right. Nah, it's just you because know? all everyone who listens to these types, they're crackheads. Everyone, <laughs> I think all it, of them. I think it's like a. I can hear them scratching now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's like a. It's, oh my god! I, I it love goes this. back to the stigma thing. Like people think it's cool to be like Lil Peep. People think it's cool to be like yeah. Lil Pump. And that's what brings up the next subject. Right. What's the hypocrisy that? of it all? <laughs> Is it yeah. okay for one person to do it versus? another person to do it like we see six nine being 
as a whole, welcomed by, you know, not only the genre, but society. He's getting interviews by people, you know, prominent people in the community and everything. And he's getting money off of this. And he's literally (laughs) running around telling kids to do drugs and shit and do ignorant stuff. And 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 then, you know, you'll turn around on the flip side and then you'll have the rappers like Young Jeezy or something like that. They're talking about like selling weed and shit like that or doing cocaine and stuff like that. And they're seen as the thugs of the industry. Yeah. So what what is the what makes this line between the two of them? Marketability. Uh, I don't know. I th- I don't know if that's it. I think, to be honest, specifically in that example that you gave, yeah, it's and I'll be honest, it's because Jeezy's black as fuck. And yeah, l- whoever who who was your first example was that Lil Pump or whomever? You can pick any one of them. It they 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 could be light skinned. If the closer they are to white, that's what I'm saying. Marketability. Right. Okay. So that. Yeah. I so it's cooler if the white little kid runs yes. around singing the song. It's right. more palatable. Yeah. Right. It, it, it is. Because it's it, not because, as... it, because in in mainstream America's mind, mm-hmm. it's a white kid. Which it, is it's just it's weird a... to me is because you know these are these are the young people that are they're rapping to our next generation. And I know right. like yeah. I don't want to sound like one of the old head people. They're like you know old young head. music is like trash. Like all oh, your music is terrible. <laughs> our music was better. But it seems like nowadays we have like young rappers pandering to like a terrible stigmatism that most rappers didn't do. Like right. you know yeah. they say you know I rap about this lifestyle, but that was because that was my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Most of these rappers today. It's not their lifestyle. Just, Six nine yeah. is, pr- is a is a prime example of that. Yeah, and, and guy that's will what, talk the biggest shit, but he's garbage. He, and, he's never experienced any of that shit. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, sorry. And that's what I mean by marketability yeah. is people are going to eat that up if it's something that they can almost relate to more. Right. You know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. I mean, I'm black. That's why I don't relate <laughs> to it. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, do you relate to the GZ stuff? Uh, no. I mean. Like I say, um, I'm I'm of the kind where I'm more of a drug influence listener. I like listening yeah. to music that's like it's not just throwing it in your face. You know, like the nineties R and B where they can talk about having sex with people without actually saying <laughs> I'm having sex with you. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. shit like that. It's like you can see there was a difference between wordplay, vernacular and all that stuff in the nineties compared to like now. Nowadays it's just like super simple same shit yeah it, right. it's it's a shock factor thing more than Agreed, anything because yeah. i mean we keep using this this six nine kid as an example but his hair his grill his all that he, and then what he raps about it's just a shock factor it's right. so these kids don't i mean um, maybe they do or don't maybe they do or don't but they don't need to be doing this they just need to do some outrageous shit right like get face tattoos or get crazy bright hair or or rap about like stuff that is like an epidemic right. and make it look cool. Cause that, it, that's just at a certain point, it's like we were saying in Alex with Alex Jones, it doesn't have to do like this six, nine kid could be living this life through his music. Right. And outside, you know, he's playing, you know, Fortnite, not doing shit. You but know, those tattoos just... are forever though. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, are... I mean, the only reason we, I really use six, nine is because, you know, I, when you go to like SSX, Mm-hmm. When he's dead, but it doesn't escape <laughs> yeah. from the fact like his music is like it's different to me. His was more he was like suicidal, and most yeah. of his music sounded suicidal. So he was a person like truly going through yeah. like depression. Six right. nine isn't going through depression. A, a perfect example of influenced and promoting exactly. Is, like, is you can, that that you can hear right it in there. his music? Like he was an actual drug user going through shit, oh, yeah. using drugs as a way to escape. You know his life. Yeah. Versus, you know, since not, he's not, what is he escaping? He was fine before he did the drugs. And yeah, he's he's not trying to escape anything. He's trying no. to get deeper into yeah. something. Yeah. Which is crazy, but you know, that, I mean, next subject we're going to go through. Um, 
we can do a who do we feel is our uh, favorites of uh you know the influential group and our favorites of the uh drug promoting group. But before we get to that, okay. we, we gotta we gotta roll back around to uh, who I feel like straddle the line between the two. See, you brought up Wiz Khalifa. Mm-hmm. Wiz yeah. Khalifa, he's a great example of a person. I I feel like he straddles the the line between drug promoting and drug influenced music. He's, I think he's got a little. Well, he's got a lot of it of both. Yeah, I mean, he does. He does a lot of both. But uh, at the same time, another rapper I put in there. I don't. I mean, he doesn't. It's it Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi's yeah. another I person. About, I was actually about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those people I say straddle the fence. Yeah. But his is also like a his is like an SSS as well because yeah. he's actually clinically going through depression. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. diagnosed with it. So you can hear it in his music, which I don't know. That's why he's called the Hum God because you know, <laughs> yeah, he made some beautiful music. Just oh, humming. that's why he's called. Oh, okay. Yeah, you ever listen to his albums? It's just a no, bunch I thought of it was just I thought it was just you know something. I always assumed it was something sexual, but nah, he's the Hum God because he literally hums his shit. Like, and it's beautiful. Sexual, like yeah, like you humming like, during like sex? he's a hummer. He's getting a hummer. <laughs> oh, getting, he's or getting, giving, a, getting or giving hummer. Getting a hummer. Getting a hummer. Hum on there. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that's a good example of someone who's who's on the fence or straddling the line. Mm-hmm. Um, Who else? But any? at the same time, it's like if I mean, so to me. Like, weed isn't really, like, a, a drug. Right. You know, I don't no. smoke it, but it's not, like, a, a drug drug. Like, to me, because I have experience in this with, in my family, is, like, drugs are, like, hardcore shit that will ruin your life. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know anyone that's, you know, maybe you, you didn't get a job Their or whatever. Their life was ruined because of weed. Yeah, you, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, to say, to say, like, someone who straddles the line is someone like Kid Cudi who uses it as a... A, a a medicine for lack of a better term for depression but also a creativity uh outlet that's not really straddling the line for me mm-hmm. you, you kind of understand what i'm saying yeah um for like a broad term yeah 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 that makes sense like someone like whiskey someone like kick cuddy um but you got like these 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 new rappers and, and like pills to me is just like such a disgusting habit and those are that's those are the guys that I see straddling the line because that's a dangerous line to yeah. push. These, it's not like you're getting your drugs from a pharmacy like, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Most of these drugs like they're they're concocted by whoever the fuck is making. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're literally like thinking to themselves. I mean, I hate to use the the Breaking Bad reference, and I know you. Pro- I don't think you've seen Breaking Bad, but one of the things was they put chili powder in their meth. Oh, why why the fuck would you do that? You're just, you're literally standing there concocting this drug, and you're just like. Now, how can I fucking set this apart from the other guy down the street who does oh, the yeah. exact same thing? Oh, mm-hmm. I know. I'll put toothpaste in it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it, make it fucking minty make fresh. Make it minty so, something. Yeah, yeah. It's, yep. And that's what they do. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Um, it, it's To me, it's interesting because, you know, it's to me, while going through, you know, looking at influence music and seeing us getting more into the promoting stage, like I said, it goes back to the fact that back then it just felt like, I don't know, people were smarter then. People knew, I, I felt like people studied the art of music yeah. Back then. Oh, absolutely. Versus now, you have like you know rappers nowadays say, "I don't know who the hell Biggie is." <laughs> I mean, I think that a lot of it has to do with the availability of it too, because I mean, we stream everything. No, everything. yeah, but but what I'm saying is, back then you didn't have that shit readily available. Like, yeah. if, if somebody's album dropped, you either either camping out of Best yeah, Buy, yeah, physically or, want it, or <laughs> yeah, even, yeah. even before that, you had to go to the record store and pick it up. Mm-hmm. So there was that anticipation, and you would sit there and you're like, "Fuck, I waited three months for this. This is yeah. amazing." You'd sit there and you analyze every song. Now you're just like, 
I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm on to the next song if I don't like if I don't like the first thirty seconds of it. Yeah, and, and on that is like you were saying, you know that that particular genre is a craft. Mm-hmm. So now we're in the age of like instant gratification. So if yeah. you have like an eight oh eight drop and a, a cool beat, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you're saying anymore. It doesn't matter if you're right. rhyming this with that or your yeah. your wordplay is on point or you got you know whatever. It's just like oh that that beat. Sounds really good in my '98 Corolla with the system in it. Case right, case right. in point is Lil Yachty. Oh, G- garbage album. Ugh. Great beats. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was okay. the beats, the beats, but you, uh, God. Yeah, so, yeah we, we already. So about you that, lose. Though. So you lose the the genuinity, uh, the genuineness yeah. of a certain genre. So what do you do to to keep it relevant? Is you see what's going on, what works, what's marketable. And you you pander to that, you know, because drugs are gonna make any. When you're in high school, that, that's like the biggest like. Oh, oh, oh he's smoking yeah. cigarettes. Oh, he's smoking yeah, weed. He's cool. So it, it like you you play to like the human uh, psyche, and you go, well, this is gonna make you know little Billy from the suburbs feel tough at school. Little Billy's a cowboy and, who sings uh, hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna so they they play to that, and it, and it eats up right because it's, now it's it's monetary. But like. Like you were saying, you lose the craft yeah. when you, and, well, I mean, in this age of instant gratification, because you can look up literally SoundCloud and there's six million people with there's probably, like, cool beats. There's probably 2,000 people within a, within a 30 mile rate, a three mile radius of, of where we are right now who are on SoundCloud yep. putting their shit out there yeah. and it's garbage. Trash. Which is a great outlet for people who are legitimately Absolutely. want to be creative. But, but see, and further a culture, but you get you, you know? get the one person who wants to be creative, and they're just completely and then you fucking look at, swamped. You look at who yeah. their inspiration is. You look at a lot of these SoundCloud rappers; they're inspired by the other SoundCloud rapper instead of being, you know, yeah, they're not inspired by actual artists. The craft really doesn't matter because a lot of people only get into this this craft for the money, the yeah. glamour, the fame. It's really not about putting on some shit. You know, it's like yeah. it's like listening when I was listening to the Everyday Struggle uh, podcast, well, uh, the episode, and he was interviewing Lil Yachty, mm-hmm. and basically it just came across like Lil, Lil Yachty being in the fact that he's in a three sixty deal where you, it's terrible for the artist because you don't make any money out of it. Like yeah. Everyone's getting money out of your pocket, and you know the the thing that stuck out the most out of that was him just saying like I'm happy. Yeah, and that's yeah. all that matters to him is that he's happy. Doesn't matter if he's lose, he's losing money, leaving money on the table. At the end of the day, he's making money that I mean, he's making music that he likes, which is trash. Right, everybody <laughs> else thinks it's trash. Yeah. As long as he's happy putting out trash music, he doesn't care because it still gets some money. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. just unfortunate. But moving on from that, <laughs> so, um, what do we think uh, is the genre that was probably the most influenced by drugs? Uh, influence would be rock. It have to be rock, rock and roll, old school rock. I was going to say, like, yeah, like hair metal and stuff, like from the seventies and eighties, mm-hmm. like Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and all that stuff. I, I was going to say, well, yeah, okay, so those I, guys, I'm just thinking like the glamour rock. But you got like the Who, the Doors, right? You know, right. That's the, um, the earlier stuff, of course. Yeah, um, obviously Pink Floyd. You got Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, um, that guy like that. That was influence. They didn't. They didn't push anything. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, they were absolutely. To influenced by absolutely by that yeah they were probably the the wildest of the ones because i mean when you break it down like genre wise hip-hop would probably be influenced by the crack epidemic and maybe yeah. weed mm-hmm. but then when you get into blues music that's probably more alcoholism that they were yeah. really inspired by yeah. mm-hmm. i don't know maybe their their mom getting beat up by their father or something like that <laughs> but yeah. you know yeah i'd agree it was probably a rock and roll that i, I, yeah. I think it would i mean you could in the 80s hip-hop in the 80s you could say was influenced because it was against 
the crack epidemic. Mm -hmm. It was like, hey, stay away from this shit. This is nasty. This, that. As it progressed, um, you start really blurring the lines. Um, You you also have to think of how long, like, the the genre of rock has been around versus like hip hop. Mm-hmm. Rock is still around today. There's some great artists that are out there today. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I mean, you can see the creativity from like yeah. r- raw form rock and roll back in the 60s, yeah. 70s, 80s compared to today which is profitable. I don't even call it rap music anymore. I think everything even under the rap mon- moniker would be considered pop to me. I think yeah. at this yeah. point everything is just pop music because it's what's popular and no one's really mm-hmm. making, you know, hip hop rap music these yeah. days. Popping in there. <laughs> it's popping in there. To me, what what attracted me so much to rap and hip hop was the old school artists like um like KRS one, Cool G rap, mm-hmm. that used that you know, that was their craft, Wu Tang Clan, that was their craft. So nowadays I wouldn't even compare the two and I'm not trying to sound like an old head or like a music snob, but because yeah. there's no craft to it anymore. You got very rarely is there. You got your Kid Cuddies, you got your your Lil Wayne's, you got your J Cole, J Cole, yeah, yeah that's what I meant, J Cole, and your Kendrick Lamar's. It, but know, the vast majority, like you said, is is just pop music. It's yeah. just it's throw hit, some throw some a, noise out a, there, hit a button, yeah, let, let it play, yeah, and then know, and then I just I just start talking. You don't over find it. these yeah. people today who knows multiple instruments and shit like that, right. where they can play it, they can build a beat up from the ground up yeah. themselves, yeah, I like mean, grind themselves yeah. into something. And it's sad because there's fuck ton of independent artists out there who yeah. just get shit on every mm-hmm. day because be- they're and not. they build their own shit. Oh yeah, but they at the end of the day they have no money for they don't have the A and R they don't have mm-hmm. the fucking yep. people behind them pushing them yeah because. You know, America wants, or the world right now wants little pu- little little people. I'm sure there's a little putty out there. But, that, <laughs> <laughs> but that's why you got your more and more underground artists, and I use underground with the the quote the air quotes mm-hmm. are going are pushing independent, like like your boy um, uh, eyeballs um, uh, Hobson. No, top Tech Nine, and yeah, your guys like Vinnie Paz, and yeah, your yeah, guys yeah. like Hus Kingpin, and your guys like. Um, you know, you know, you guys like um, Ari the, the Rugged Man, yeah. who is a white ball that ran with Junior Mafia back when Biggie was a thing, right and up. he got he got blackballed from the industry because of he wasn't marketable. Yeah. So now you you're just throwing noise out there, you're throwing beats, and you got someone like Future, who okay, I like his music, but he is just a like a blatant industry plant. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He has no he has no credit other than maybe he probably grew up in a, in a rough neighborhood, mm-hmm. but he's admitted on like. Rolling Stones, like I'm, I'm not a drug dealer. I don't even do drugs. Yeah. That's just what makes me money. So I sing about it, right? Yeah. Or I, whatever. A about lot of it. these rappers today are in because they have a family member already established, and yeah. so you you realize after a while that a lot of people are related. Yeah, yeah. So like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. my cousin, and, and we like talked we talked about yeah. that a little bit before too. Like like two chains. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about another point? I probably smoke some weed, but that's it. Like yeah. he's not well, he's not thing, talking about the feds watching my yeah. house. And, no, ain't nobody. Ain't no feds and here, watching your and house. And here's another promote like a promoting versus influence thing is he's a married man with a psychology degree, yep. and yeah. he's going around there singing about fucking a side chick and doing drugs. Which so you know damn well he he's not. Do. He's not playing yeah. to he, he. Okay, so he's playing to his his demographic but he's not doing it to better his demographic yeah, no. right. he's going i'm making money yeah he's making a i'm fucking a money. side chick i'm smoking all this gas what, what are you gonna do what are y'all doing so Which now you crazy. got now you got you know whoever from pinellas county who's working out of wendy's feeling hard as fuck because he's he's cheating on his girl because <laughs> he's cheating on his girl and smoking fucking shitty mids 
but and, that also, and two chains is just laughing, going, "No, no, no, I, I, I got my wife." That's also a testament to the times. People right. are just dumber today. It's like those low bearing fruits in the tree. Like they just <laughs> they just grab at it because yeah. if you, it's like it's like trying to say that rap makes people do stupid shit is almost to me akin to saying like video games make people kill people. You know? Rap, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, two chains is promoting it, and you'd have to be a damn fool to like not realize like. He's actually intelligent, or like Plies yeah. actually went to college, shit like that. Yeah. Like you'd have to be a fool. But it also plays to like people that are looking for someone to look up to. Yeah, maybe promise. it was just me growing up in the hardcore scene, and the the bands I listened to always had a message, and I looked up to those guys. Mm-hmm. But there, inevitably, low hanging fruit or not, there's gonna be that guy that goes, man, two chains. You know, some people wear fox fur. I honestly, he wore a fox on the source cover. Mm-hmm. I want to be like this guy, so I'm gonna listen to his music and see what he does, and that's I'm gonna try and emulate that. Right. So now there is like you know the fucking 24 year old Jamal that's going, I fucking love two chains. Yeah, okay, it's time to grow up and, and look around. But that's what appealed to me. Like music for me, always, I always looked for something that I could look up to or that would better it's demographic and you're you're furthering yourself from that because you're promoting a certain lifestyle sorry that (laughs) that was a weird (laughs) i forgot what i was saying i'm all flustered i'm I'm glad we're not streaming this or anything because we would be that's actually a a violation of uh (laughs) many many policies like are you okay i mean we can get you a hashtag me too is that a 12 inch salami in your pocket you're just excited (laughs) to see me Yikes! Delicious. <laughs> Easy, as he sips on his drink on the mic. Oh shit! Great. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Great radio, Drew. It's 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 on to you. Oh yeah. Well, uh, let's let's talk about some songs. So uh, there's uh, Monty. Um, Nick, I'm sure you're familiar with Iggy Pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know who he is, Monty. I don't know how much you've you've listened to him or if you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sorry again. Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much Monty you know about him, or I'm sure you've heard of him. He's been I'm around. Sure I've heard of him. He's but... been around for like fucking ever. Yeah. He's old as shit. Mm-hmm. He, I believe he's 137 now. Uh, actually, 136. He oh, turns wow. 137 this year. Wow. Um, but he does all of his live shows like his shirt comes off within like two minutes yeah and he's got this fucking long straightened hair he looks like <laughs> yeah. a fuck he looks like a fucking weirdo but it, it, it's cool as shit if he if he's pg-13 gg allen is like him but rated r oh, wow. so, okay. so one of his like iggy pop's first album first solo album came out in like let me see i think 1971 1977 mm-hmm. it's called the idiot and the guy was high as fuck admittedly like him and david bowie were like best friends Mm -hmm. back in england in the 70s so um again going back to the to the rock discussion that we had earlier david bowie wasn't really i mean i don't know if i'd consider him rock but he pop rock pop rock pop rock but i mean guys did a fuck ton of another huge influential uh public figure david David bowie oh absolutely yeah it's fun fact i think the uh the Fun st- fact, he's actually dead now. <laughs> Whoa, did you know easy. Bowie, did you know that Bowie's actually a set smooth? <laughs> no, he uh, he recorded an album in the 70s, I think, called The Station or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he says that he doesn't, well, he said that he didn't remember recording it. That's how fucking high he was yeah. about the whole thing. But anyway, so Iggy Pop and him were best friends. Um, there's a song called Night Clubbing on that album. It's not the best song. I mean, it's it's not it's my not like favorite a, song. It's not like a pro. Uh, I just want to play it in the background. song. Well, I mean, it was in the 70s, so it <laughs> might be. Oh, my God. Oh! 
I get that was it. Brilliant. Now. <laughs> that was br- that totally <laughs> flew right over my yeah. fucking head it's, too. We're, we're fine. I, I told you I got them coming for days. Yeah. Oh my god. Puns <laughs> for days. <laughs> but I, I mean, I just kind of laid this as a little base. You could definitely hear the influence of some drugs in this bitch. I can hear it. Yeah. What year did this come out? Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Okay. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the Pink Panther just a little bit. <laughs> it does kind of. Yeah. But you can you can hear it in the music, the yeah. influence of a certain substance. Right. Don't know what it. I mean, now we probably know it's cocaine. <laughs> More than likely. Um, back then, you didn't know what it got was. Got some some synthesizers in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got the double the double hit. I mean, in the seventies, it was all about awakening the consciousness. So it right. could have been acid, LSD, so mushrooms, 70s cocaine. I think I'm smart, but I'm really not talking era. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, I mean, it's not my favorite song, but it is a good song to show, like that genre that influence yeah, yeah without yeah. actually having to promote it i'm sure there's a fuck ton of other examples i know you have one nick but yeah i mean it's the musicality you can you can almost feel like you're in that room I can totally while snorted. he's recording right. the line right like so you're sitting you can there on the couch around, you can smell it you can see it you know because yeah. it's Influenced by that, and it's yeah. portrayed well through yeah. that it's medium. Like teen spirit. This is probably like a like <laughs> <laughs> not in the seventies. <laughs> 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 Told you. No, David Bowie. He was kind of walking that line too. Oh yeah, hey, mm-hmm. Roman Polanski style. What? Yeah. Say that again. Roman Polanski style. Oh, okay. He said he said that David Bowie was a sex move. Like, what, <laughs> what is that? What do you fuck a dude? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a transgender. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. So, but I, I like that visual that you gave. Like, you can, listening to it, you can just, you could, you, you almost feel, yeah, like what he was feeling when he wrote yeah. this. Yeah. And this is very bluesy too. Yeah. You just listen um, to the drum. I can hear the crusty dollar bills in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can hear that hundred r- unraveling. From you can the, hear the two you can, they made out of it. You can smell the strippers just passed out on the couch. <laughs> yeah. Someone has locked jaw. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it does remind me of Pink Panther a little bit. But um, if you nightclub, and there you go. But would this music today be as popular as it was? Absolutely back then? not. Exactly. Absolutely not. Because in that day and age, that's what it was. I you know? don't know. I don't know. Um, I think there's a there's a niche for uh, being able to play like music that that harpens back to old times. You just have to know how to do it. Oh yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's definitely a niche, but I just don't. You're not going to hear that on ninety three. If that's if that I, song, I mean. if, if that same exact song oh, well, no. came out today, I, I mean, you could remaster it so it sounds good in the car. Yeah. Better production, well, right? Ain't no fucking way that's getting airplay. No fucking way. And if it is, it's not going to be on. You're going to have like your guys at you your guys and girls at like downtown coffee shops. You know, you, right? Gonna, like you hipster heard, hipster places. You would have heard that, and maybe if they did another remake of like I don't know, The Great Gatsby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, that's a good. You, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. But uh, what's your uh, your best uh, drug influence song? Favorite. Well, well, that was my that was my influenced one. Like that was one that was influenced. Well, now drug promoting. Okay, so. I don't. I don't have. A, I don't know if I can. If I have a favorite one, because my my gut reaction was to say "Cocaine" by Eric Clapton, but that's actually an anti-drug song. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean, I didn't want to clown myself out and, <laughs> and put that on here or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. That's a great song, by the way, though. So mm-hmm. uh, I, c- I actually could have probably put that on the influenced by. But you could have. 
That would have asked um, I have a song that I absolutely fucking hate that talks about promoting it. Yeah, just play the play the right version though. No, I'm gonna play the fucking. No, 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 no. I'll play. I'll play my version. Don't play <laughs> your... no. I, I, no, look, I have it. I have. The, I have the right version right here. The... You have. You have the, my version. I have the yes. I have okay, that one. I'll play that one. So this one is. Okay, wait, wait. You know what? Play your version first. Then play that. Play my version. Okay. So this is this is habits. Parentheses. Stay high by Tovlo. It came out a year ago. Or two years ago, Nick. It's, it's been three years. Whatever. Toflow. Toflow. Yeah, some. Is he like? That's a girl. It's a girl. Oh, it's a girl. Okay. No, What's she look like? Oh, fuck me, right? She's like a hippie. Well, she got some eyebrows, huh? I guess everyone does, but yeah. Fuck. <laughs> 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 that was gold. You know what you get for that? I'm gonna, I got something for that. You like making money. You like saving money. Yeah. Want to make money? This is why we had your fucking shit turned off. <laughs> Bam! Wow, that, that, brilliant! It's kind of lost its luster after. <laughs> yeah, if you like you making know, I money, gar- I guarantee you, when you play this shit back, it's gonna be golden. Call JG Wentworth eight seven seven. All right, so this is "Stay High," Nick. I know you've heard this song before. I might have. Um, it, like I said, uh, it, I hate it. I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass through this intro a little bit. Oh, oh yeah, no, it's not okay. Yeah, you want to talk about promoting this song if I know the lyrics. So I think for me, and you're gonna think that, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be it. I'll admit I'm nitpicking. I cannot stand the fucking shit that she has on in the background. The uh-uhs. I cannot you, fucking you, stand you it. You wouldn't know that unless you watched the video. I can hear it, and I hear it in the oh, fucking you're beginning. Oh, yeah, and I hate this chorus. The chorus makes me want to get high yeah, and the overdose. I'm kind of vibing it. I, I'd like to overdose to the song. This is a great example of promoting in in a very this is a uh, this is a, this mainstream yeah. right this, media. This song probably this song. this is this is this is talking to like thirteen year old girls in high school or whatever that just got in a, in a breakup right. and don't know how to react. This to is it. this is the yeah. this is the equivalent of. Um, what's that guy's name? The fucking guy with the hair. Sith not? No, 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 not that guy. Uh, the fucking the weekend. The weekend. The weekend winning a Teen Choice Award for Can't Feel My Face. But, but he does tell people. <laughs> he does. No, he, he does. Tells you I'm talking about. Oh, absolutely. Drugs. No, yeah. he like that's why I didn't put him in here because he he'll straight up tell you he's like yeah my shit's about drugs because I do drugs what what yeah. up. But that's why the weekend's actually good because I like the weekend. He can talk about drugs without mentioning drugs. So yeah. yeah. But I hate this song so much. All right, now let's play the actual. Let's play. All right. Uh, so Monty's ver- Monty's. Uh, we gonna play the hippie sabotage. Right. So there's this. there's a remix from a, a. Is this a band or is this a? Yeah. Is this like a um, a dubstep remix or? A, yes. A electronic remix. Okay. So I've never heard this. I'm gonna listen to it. Nick, you're gonna listen to it with me, for the first no. time. No. <laughs> Take your head to you your can't headphones. Make like me. Um, should we should we ride out with this song? No. Okay. Well, fuck shit. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, I don't want to go long. Are you but... in the episode right now? I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to go too. Well, long. here's my music. Fuck all y'all. We're out of here. Yeah. Thank you. Pod damn it. Well, if that's the if that's the case, we'll save this one for last. We'll we'll ride out to the song. We'll ride out to the second version of the song. We'll do me and Nick's uh, our best influence. Song. We can do that on the next show. On the next show, or on the next. Or do you want to do that? I'm sorry. Do you want to do that now? Yeah. Okay. Let's do another. Let's fuck it. We'll ride out. We'll ride out with the the version that you want us to ride out with. Yeah, we'll ride out with that. All right. Okay. Uh, Nick, you're up next. Okay, so Info, uh, what, what, whatever you want to do first. So my, uh, speaking of Eric Clapton's cocaine, mm-hmm. my influence isn't music that was made 
while the people were on drugs. But if if anyone knew me back in the day, I was something growing up in the hardcore scene. I was something called straight edge, and that what that meant: no drugs, no drinking, no smoking. And it was like a way. Of, it was like a lifestyle. It was a way. It was a way of life. Um, I'm not that anymore. I'm a sellout. So, <clears throat> but okay. So this band is a is a hardcore <laughs> band. That's a straight edge band, and th- this song is heavily. Can you still listen to them if you're not. I mean, uh, it makes me feel very sad, but yeah. <laughs> like I was listening to them on the way here, and I'm like, oh, oh man. Do they make you feel like shit, like really guilty that you're not, not straight edge anymore? Not guilty, but it makes me miss like standing for something. Yeah. But yeah, you know, people grow up. Um, stand so, for not being a Nazi, so. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I stand for. Fuck all uh, Nazis. Yeah. yeah. Fuck all Nazis. Punch a Nazi in the mouth. Right in the mouth. Right in the dick. <laughs> right in the mouth. Dick not in their it. mouth. Dick in their mouth. Yeah, yeah but not Punch them right in their dick in the mouth. You know what? Um, there's an actual, you know, song that I know by uh, was it the Clipping? Clipping's a group. It's the dude, uh, David. He's from. He was in the play Hamilton. He mm. has a song that says "Dick in your mouth." Uh, but that's, <laughs> right. I saw that Nick continue. While. Sorry, <laughs> continue, Nick. So, 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 so who, this, who is song, this? This song. This is a band called Bishop. They're from Florida. They're a straight edge band. Okay. This song is a is very heavily influenced against drugs. Stan, it was influenced by people they know that. Use drugs and ruin their life. Okay, cool. It's uh, it might be loud. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my finger right here. It's 31 seconds, so I think we can just probably just let it roll and yeah. listen yeah. to it, then give our opinions after it. But all right, here we go. Bishop ingest off of the Suicide Party album. Nice from 2006. Here it is. Fuck your drugs. Fuck your life. Fuck everything you think you know. I won't be that's it so i think you can kind of get the point behind that song oh, in the yeah. first couple lyrics uh i think within the first two two lyrics i think yeah yeah, yeah. but straight edge is very anti i mean Drug. for themselves anti-drug yeah, so bars being yeah. influenced <laughs> <laughs> being influenced by drugs in that aspect is where i was kind of kind of like like you said I got eric it. very different from eric clampton but Cl- the same Clampton. <laughs> Clamp. Eric Clampton. <laughs> Clamp that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but fuck you. That's a, a good song. I mean. Oh, yeah, it's a good song. It just makes me feel like crap. Not that I do drugs. I don't feel like crap. I don't feel like crap either, and I don't do drugs. And we're yeah. kind of on for my promote, my drug promoting. Yeah, let's do that. Um, Song, album is a little different than. Like you, you hit the mainstream aspect of it. I'm right. kind of hitting the more the lifestyle aspect of it. With really any Gucci Mane song, yeah. So, which which one did we? So up? we have Saddam. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I chose it. Well, I think we chose it because it has a really good name. But we'll just yeah. go ahead and we'll play a little bit. Um, but I think every Gucci Mane song yeah. is. So, oh, Migos is in the song. Do you know that? Oh. So his his appeal is that like he obviously lived this life. Right. So he's, I mean, he's rapping and he's singing whatever about what he knows. Right. But at the same time, he's promoting it. Right. You know? Of course. I mean, I'd be lying if I. And you can you can hear the influence of drugs in this song. Well, well, you know, he probably had like a pound of like lean in his belly right now. Making, yeah. That's why he always yeah. had the breathing issues in the mic and shit. Cause, yeah. You know, he was tired from 
Yeah. It was bloated down. I mean, they're, they're, I'll, I'd be lying if I said that there's there's certain songs that I was to listen to from Gucci, where I'm like, damn, that sounds like that sounds like that's cool as fuck. Mm. Not like everything. Not like when he's talking about you know shooting what, people and you talking about what he's doing or just the the, the, the music lifestyle. Itself? The lifestyle. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. holy fuck. I'm like, that's badass. Like that's. See, that's what. But that's what I'm talking that's, about. That's that's what I'm talking about. Marketability is. Yeah. A guy who, a white guy who lives in the suburbs, yeah. is listening to this, going, "Oh, that sounds cool as fuck." Yeah, that's what you know. That's where they get to this I'm point. Do the same shit, and then you're gonna get a little white rapper throwing around the end bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, exactly. You oh, become Easy, or every white guy had a if I never, concert. If I never saw G Easy like in person, mm-hmm. he totally could have been the one white the rapper that could have said it, and I wouldn't have known. That's he, sound, the, he sounds like a black rapper. That's every yes. When I first heard him, I'm like, "Oh, this guy's pretty good." And I'm like, oh, his name? His name's G Easy." And I look at his album cover, and it's some fucking Macklemore looking dude yeah. on there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? The first time I saw it, I thought he was doing like, you know, like uh, like Tyler the Creator like putting white people on his album yeah. and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's nothing to do with them. <laughs> I'm thinking like, it's some shit like that. It's, no, that's really him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, well. You got guys like G's who sound it, and then you got guys like Logic who like you ask him a question like, "Hey Logic, how you doing? It was going good. You know I'm half black, right? Yeah, just shut <laughs> up, please. Stop. Have you guys heard my song One Eight Hundred? Um, you guys want to go fuck yourself? You guys don't know the struggle of being a mixed kid, biracial. You don't know. Yeah. You know? My kids will never have to know because I have forty million dollars in cash saved for, <laughs> saved for college. I'm Nerd. pretty sure you're Swedish. The white people don't think I'm white enough. The black people don't think I'm black oh, enough. I'm like, up. please stop. I don't, I don't know I, any I, white I, person that said, you know, Logic's not white I, enough. I've, I've never, I, as a white person, I've never once said or thought, Logic, you know what? You're not, you're, you're not white enough yeah, for that, me to claim you. He's going through an identity crisis that he created himself. Right. I didn't even know he was mixed. I just, he no one knew until he said it. He doesn't until really, he said it. No yeah. one knew. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be like one of them Rachel no Dole. features it's or gonna be It's going to be like the Rachel Dole's out thing or the fucking NAACP exactly. thing. Did you know I was biracial? <laughs> nope, I didn't. Why are your parents white though? <laughs> well, I identify as biracial. I don't know what you mean. Like I don't know why they're white. All right. Oh, that is fucking beautiful. M- Monty decided to leave his off the list here, so he's gonna surprise us. Mine with, um, were surprises, but anyways. What are your surprises? I didn't. I didn't take the uh, the influence part as you know anti. Mine wasn't anti right. drug. Mine is more so like people who are more likely high while doing their song. So for me, my first one is Miss Queen Erica Badu. Mm. So that is gonna be mine. Great choice. Do you got it queued up? Great choice. Do I have it queued up? I do have it queued up. Okay. Yes. Well, what was that? Um, that was that was some porn. But no. <laughs> <laughs> you typed the YOU. Some porno popped up. Yeah. It was like, oh, get out of that. Get out of my browser. <laughs> That's but, not even me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna play this entire song. Okay. Go ahead. You, you know a person's high because the song's ten minutes long. <laughs> oh yeah. But, um, yeah. Let's just get it started. It's uh, it's Erica Baidu. I want you off of her Worldwide Underground song uh, mm. album came out 2003. Okay. Mm. Put up. Mm. Yeah, it's making my heartbeat go up. <laughs> Monty's pissed. Don't do that. What am I pissed? I'm not pissed. Because we're, in, we're interrupting this. This is a vibe song. I, li- I like vibe music personally. You you don't get this creative sober. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like all yeah. the intricacies that have happened already. Mm-hmm. The best thing that ever happened was uh, her and Andre 3000 made a kid. <laughs> did they really? Yeah, they did. Wow, are they still together? No, but they still hang out. But still, the kid's gonna be a fucking genius. Yeah. Production is great on this too for 2003. 
definitely a... Uh, Yeah, yeah. Like this I, is a beautiful example of influenced as a creativity uh, enhancer, a, a, right. an outlet to boost your a creativity perfor- and and put your stuff to the next level. Yeah. A performance enhancing drug, if you will. Yeah, every part of the the, the beats had a purpose. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like Nothing I, was lost. I feel this mm-hmm. song. Yeah. Like I don't I don't have to know, I don't no. have to care about what she's talking about, but you it's just like you can feel it. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like you, you feel this yeah, this song was built from the yeah. ground up with everything in mind. There was yeah. no like uh this thing just a little bit of snare here, a little bit of no, bass. Yeah, she knew what she Which is, this is why I love her. But yeah. uh we can get onto my uh Yeah, let's do that. What's your next one? My next drug influence well it's gonna be drug promoting. Yeah. I love this uh this song anyways. Okay. This is why I surprised because you guys All right, just, here's just, I'm not even gonna introduce the song. All right. I'm just gonna play it. Okay. Be ready for it. All right. Monty's got control of the uh of the board right now. Oh yes. I'm I think we should vibe out with this song because Nick and I heard Nick heard this song for the first time when he took me to McDonald's like three months ago. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You guys wanna vibe out to this? Yeah, I love this fucking song. Facebook.com forward slash pod damn it yeah at drew veal on twitter at pod damn it underscore on twitter mm-hmm. at the underscore nick reality don't look for me on there don't look for money he doesn't exist nope tweet us hate mail uh, love fan mail anything yeah i'm gonna vibe this whole song out so <laughs> i don't give a shit what you guys gotta say about it but <laughs> uh, but this is a uh, mystical still smoking by the way yeah <laughs> in case anybody's wondering also 2003 <laughs> oh my god yes but all right, we'll talk to you guys next time. We'll put a condom on this. We'll wrap it up. Peace. Black and Kanye. J-O-B. Break it up, chop it up, cut it up, put the end, take the fill out, roll it up. Light it, hit it, hold it fast, pop up, blow it up. See, some of y'all niggas be talking about blowing, but can't handle the dough. Getting sleepy and shit, quitting all early. Bitch, you ain't no smoker. Y'all must be used to hitting that dirt sticks with the brown bugs. Me, I ain't got shit else to do. Nigga, I'm about to get fucked up. Two cases of green, out the balls burned away. AM to turn to PM, and nighttime to turn back today. I'm still smoking. Feeling sporty in my hotel, spent the whole day getting loaded. Nothing but smoke, there's nothing to smoke And nothing but sticky and nothing but dope Disconnect, smoke detected Put a red tile up under the dope Nobody can find me more dope for me I got the whole tree Leftovers for me Cool, this bitch off the head Button up, cause suck them up It's a pet peeve First don't put my line in your pocket Second don't wet my goddamn weed That's just two Before I could get to three and four Five and six, I heard a Boom, 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 boom At the dope Now this all over I've been doing something serious Gotta hide this shit Cause I know that's hotel security I played it off I said come back later I ain't got no clothes He said sorry sir I don't mean to disturb you But I smell smoke Fucker just went to jail for that shit I ain't going back I done ate an ounce and I'ma flush the rest Cause I ain't going out like that Spray cologne and cutting on the shower Trying to clear it up Worried like a dog but I got open the door Fuck it here go nothing The door swung open and some young nigga Talking about what's out 
He said, I know you got that fire. Say your boy say, ain't that a bitch? Boy, I'm gonna get your bitch ass up out of here. Nigga, I'm thinking you the motherfucking police. I done threw all my motherfucking weed away. Fucking with you old bitch ass nigga. Nigga, get your motherfucking whore ass up out of here, bitch. Why I stop your bitch ass?